I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. stuffy today you're awake that's good yeah guys i fucked up on sat on sunday so um so i set my alarm for um nine or i think it was like 8 30 because i had a lot of homework to do and i wanted to get it done because i had a record with family i was gonna go hang out with boyfriend and then I had to come home and take a, my my last online final. My mom comes in my room at 12 o'clock. <laughs> She's like, hey, do you want to go shopping? And I'm like, what time is it? She's like 12. And it's like, I'm trying to think of like a, like a you know, someone like jumping out of bed gif or something. But that, that was me. And <laughs> oh, so bad. I think I called Carlos and I was like. He just woke up. <laughs> Emily's gonna kill me. Mostly, I was thinking, man, I hope she's asleep and not like dead. <laughs> oh God! Well, I I did almost die this week. Oh yeah. Well, not really, but okay. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, um, my body decided to fuck with me and break out into hives. So much to the point where, like, I had to leave work on Wednesday because I just couldn't, like, stop itching. Do you know and, Do you know what happened? Or was, was it, like, an allergic reaction to something? You know, um, I was on, like, an antibiotic for uh, something. And I, I don't think the antibiotic caused um, me to break out into hives. Because even though, like, I was off it, like, I was going through a lot of stress. This happened to me before in, like, high school where um, I was going through testing and... I broke out into hives, even though I wasn't really that stressed. I guess my body was, but there's other stuff going on in high school. And I feel like with now too, like there's a lot going on in my little brain. Okay. So and then Thursday, I had to take my last final in class. And um, I have the same professor for two cla- for both classes on my Thursday class. So um, took my first final. I like I fucked up so whatever so I try to redeem myself the second final and like it was pouring rain that day and uh before class like uh we were uh we got in the class early because there was it was pouring rain and you know we would go in the 
study a hall area, but it was like far from the classroom. So we just, you know, wrote on the whiteboard, you know, like reviewed the final on the whiteboard. And then like the professor walked in, he got like mad because he thought that we were cheating. And then after I took the test, he took me outside and tried to tell me I was cheating. And um, wow. I had like 17 panic attacks to the oh, point where I, I left school. And then halfway home, like I drove back just to like talk to him and be like, please don't fail me. This is my last semester. Like I wasn't cheating. Like it was it was really bad. And (laughs) my sensitive ass was, you know, upset about that for two days and then slept in on you. And then Sunday night when I was taking my last final, my computer crashed. Oh, God. But I, I wasn't as freaked out as I, I should have been. But I emailed my professor and I was like, hey, um, I was on question five and it just auto submitted. But uh, he reopened it at like after midnight and I took it and I did good. And then um, turned in my last paper uh, yesterday, slid it under the professor's door. So I should have emailed him to see if he got it. But I'll do that after we record. But. But yeah, I'm I'm done. Uh, I'm an unofficially a college graduate. I wait till like my grades get in, so I'm not like too overconfident. But yeah, that was my week. <laughs> I mean, you got through it. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never been so stressed out in like a short period of time. I don't know why I was, because you know I've never been like the best student, but. I never was the worst, but I think I just, I put so much pressure on myself to, like, do really good, to, like, prove it to myself. At the same time, it's like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if I get, like, a nice little thing that says, I got honors or something? Like, I feel like I was, like, pressuring myself to, like, be the best and get all, like, get at least a 3.5 GPA when just, it's like, that's not me. I mean, though, like, I did the last couple of semesters, like, I was, like, you know, I was taking it easy on myself, I you know, but. I don't know. It it wasn't worth the stress. Like I'm already like everyone's like congrats and I'm just like I I hate my I hate myself for doing this to me. But then this morning my mom's like, "Oh, you'll probably go back to school." And I'm like, "I will kill myself <laughs> if I go back to school." I didn't actually tell her that, but yeah, like that's uh but I I want to thank everyone for like uh being here with me cuz I've I, I just I don't know. It's been a lot, but I'm happy that, you know, I'm stress-free now. There's nothing I have to worry about. You know, 2019's coming. We get a celebration. We get a bunch of awesome movies, a bunch of awesome uh, meetings with people that we know online we get to see soon in real life. So <laughs> Important business meetings. And important <laughs> business meetings. Yeah, so. It's weird, though. It's like I... You know, I turned in that final paper and I felt like really empty because it's like my brain's just so used to, okay, finishing something and then going on to the next thing. Yeah, um, it's a big change when you're done. It is. And I was having like, not like, not like midlife crises. I feel like I was having one of those like once or twice a week. Like, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I would think that I was like depressed or something, but. I think it was just me trying to be like, no, I'm going to fail in life. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. I mean, I have a college degree. I can do whatever I want with it. I'll be fine. But it was just like my brain telling me I wasn't going to be okay, even though I I don't know. It was just a bunch of stuff. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm good now. I mean, I haven't cried in a couple of days, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, 
thanks thanks emily for the therapy session i'll go home now <laughs> no but um but yeah how was your week tell me about your happy exciting week um let's see it's fuck it's only fucking tuesday i want the week to be over work sucks but i got i got lando pajama pants where'd you get those from think geek and they have they one on down one leg it says star wars in purple and then the other leg is like a silhouette of lando and then it says lando calrissian on it and like young lando because these are i think these were yeah these were when solo came out and i got them for like seven dollars because they were on sale I love me some pajama pants. Let me tell you, like I could wear pajama pants 24 seven, 365 days a year, <laughs> even when it's like hot outside. Like I just, I'm in pajama pants right now. Like I live in those. I do That's love great. pajama pants. I mean, I never wear them like outside the house, but I do like pajama pants. Do you still wear those pork pajama pants? Because I'm still kicking myself for not getting those when they're at the Disney store. Dude, I wore those fucking last night. They're porgs and they're pajamas. I'm so mad at myself still because I remember being at that Disney store and seeing that they were an extra large and being like, oh, those won't fit me. So I'm not going to get them. I should have fucking got them. Cause like I'm really short, so it's like I have to like pull up like everyone in my family like makes fun of me for this. I have to like pull up my like pajama pants to like my uh, to- up above like my belly button because like um they're really long on me. So like everyone's like, why are your pajama pants so short? I'm like, no, because I don't want them. Dr- I don't want them to drag on the floor. So I have the opposite problem. Really? Because they don't <laughs> they don't make pajama pants in tall. You know, like you can get. A lot of companies now make jeans like in with a tall inseam or like an extra long. That doesn't happen with pajama pants. So all my pajama pants are like capris, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's fun. Pajama. How was your week last week since um, I was sleeping? I don't, I don't even remember. Uh, I had like a work, I had a work Christmas thing on like, something like a fucking Wednesday or something. It was ridiculous, but it was catered and it was tasty food. Um, and I drank soju, but. You drink soda? <laughs> soju. It's like a, it's a Korean liquor. Oh, okay. I was like, you drink soda. I'm like, what are you like? Are you like one of those, you know, like uh, non-sugar, like you don't drink soda, like you won't drink like the natural liquids or I don't know. I actually don't drink soda. I don't really like it, but. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, um, I, like every once in a while I have a Coca-Cola or if I'm feeling sick, I drink ginger ale, but I, I don't like, I don't enjoy it while I'm eating because while I'm eating, I just want water. Or like a beer if I'm having, you know, burgers or something. But I I hate the like sticky film on my teeth afterwards. I, like it drives me crazy. So if I can't immediately brush my teeth, I'm not having soda. <laughs> I should be like that. But like I'm I used to be like addicted to Coke, not the drug Coca-Cola. Wait. Yeah. I, I, not, I don't do drugs, guys. Um. Yeah, I used to like drink a lot of Coke 
and then um, I stopped drinking regular soda, and now I'm just hooked on Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, see, but I'm diet like, soda is disgusting. Ugh, I don't know. Like, I just, it's just, it's like, I can't drink Diet Coke out of the can. I can only drink uh, Diet Dr. Pepper out of the can. And then, like, some soda products taste better with, like, certain foods. Like, for some reason, like, Chinese food, like, Pepsi products, like, taste better with Chinese food. And then, like, with, like, hot dogs and hamburgers, sometimes it's, like, Pepsi products, but sometimes uh, it's interesting. I don't I could do, like, a whole I hate Pepsi segment on that. I hate Pepsi. But really like Dr. Pepper, though. Dr. Pepper's good. Like, Dr. Pepper is one of the few sodas I will drink, but, again, only a couple times a year because I just – I don't – I don't like to have, like, carbonated stuff with my food. Mm. And during the summer when it's super hot, I do – I have a soda stream, but I just do – like plain carbonated water with like some lemon because that's i find really refreshing but hmm. i drank it a lot more when i was a kid i just sort of stopped and now i don't particularly enjoy it i don't know i always drink soda and then like i've been like addicted to this like cranberry juice at like my work it's like this like cranberry juice cocktail like I always have to have someone out when I'm at work which is probably very bad for me because um sugary drinks like <laughs> well I'm glad that you had what was it soda that you because I thought so you said soda. It's, it's basically the Korean version of sake oh soju it's it's pretty similar to sake okay I think it was I think it was like Zencaster fucking with me because like the first time you said that, I thought you said soda. And I'm like, oh, wow, Emily's drinking soda. Emily's going hard tonight. But um, but yeah, um, I random. But I was like reminded today that we're not getting a Star Wars on Thursday. And that made me kind of sad because <laughs> like, uh, you know, like last year this time, like uh, we were getting close to The Last Jedi. Yeah, really close. And now. We got jack shit. I mean... Should have released Solo. Should have released Solo in December. I mean, I still wouldn't have enjoyed the movie, but it released to be something to be excited about. Yeah, but I was, like, looking at an article about all the movies coming out in, like, 2019, and, oh, my God, we're getting so much. Like, I can't handle it. Like, it's... We're getting Captain Marvel. We're getting, um... Mendo! We're getting, yeah, we're getting Mendo. We're getting, um, Avengers... End game. We're getting. I should probably watch the last Avengers at some point. Oh yeah, you never watched it. It'll be on Netflix on Christmas. Nope. Okay, probably not gonna watch it, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's really long. I had to see it twice in the movies. Like, yeah, it's a good movie, but oh god. Um, let's see what other movies are coming out. I don't know, but I'll. I guess since I'm like out of school, like I should be catching up on some movies. Like I watched The Stars Born last night, and I really liked it, even though it was depressing. Yeah, that's sort of what's like. I heard that's really good. Apparently, even it made my brother cry. Which Ooh. I, when my when my sister in law told me that, I'm like, y- you're fucking with me. But apparently, she wasn't. I've never seen my brother cry ever, especially not at a movie. But I'm also like, well, I'm definitely not watching it now. <laughs> I mean, um, I probably would have, but my internet was like fucking up when I was watching it. So like, I would get, emo- I would get almost emotional, and then it would just like pause at a scene, and I'd be like, uh, I'd be more annoyed than anything to try to like get it back working again. But 
Lady Gaga did really good. I think she'll win all the awards this award season. I'm I wouldn't I would be surprised if she didn't because she did phenomenal. I mean, she's a fantastic performer, but an a- actress, she's good too. And then Bradley Cooper, he's great. What else? Oh, the new Godzilla movie, which just dropped a trailer, which I'm actually kind of really fucking excited for now because it's just going to be a whole bunch of giant monsters fighting each other and also Charles Dance. Ooh, I know that like that scene in like the the second trailer when like the monsters are like going at each other. It was like a Godzilla version of like the Disneyland magical or electrical light parade because all the, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, I know, like, I I mean, the only other one I really know is Mothra. I don't know. Like, I know the three headed dragon thing has a name and was in those old movies, but I'm I'm I'll sit down and see this one in IMAX and see Godzilla like fight a bunch of shit. Yeah, I'll see that too. And then we have Aquaman coming soon, but I I think I'll have to see that one. And then I'm not gonna go see Aquaman. I'll see it when it's out on video. <laughs> um, what else? Um, what else is coming? Toy Story Four. Oh, all the Disney remakes. We get uh, we're getting Dumbo. The Lion King. I don't uh, that Dumbo I can't deal with. Fuck that. First of all, I mean, fuck Tim Burton. He hasn't made a good movie in a long time. But also, the elephant is creepy as fuck looking. I remember when I was at that uh, D23 Expo and they were really excited. They're like, all right, guys, we're going to reveal the Dumbo prototype. And everyone was just like seeing it and like no one clapped at first because it was really creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, um, it's totally goofy. But Lion King... Which, okay, here's my thing with The Lion King, though. Is when I see the trailer and I see all the big majestic stuff, I'm like, this totally works. But that super realistic CGI when you're doing the goofy stuff, like Timon and Pumbaa, I think it's going to seem really weird. Yeah, I'm interested in that, but... Oh my god, I'm gonna get really emotional watching that. Like, uh, The Lion King was like one of those movies that was on repeat in my house to the point where we had to get another uh, VCR tape because we broke the other one for playing it so much. <laughs> yeah, we're Lion King. I always like that one. Brown house. And I'm glad that um, James Earl Jones is doing Mufasa again because honestly, you don't have a movie without that. Nobody else can do that. <laughs> I know they're having a good. Isn't a Jude Law playing Scar or someone's playing Scar? I think I'm not sure if it's Jude Law. It's someone. Well, it's probably not nobody. <laughs> exactly, because do we have Beyonce playing Nala? And then Donald Glover playing Simba. That's gonna. I mean, be it's a loaded cast. I just I feel like that it's going to be really <laughs> weird in some of the scenes. Yeah, but oh god, the score is going to be great. Ugh. And then, um, and there's the uh, there's the new Men in Black, which, if it were any other actors, I would not be excited about. But Tessa Thompson is amazing. That's cool that she's gonna be in that. And then Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, I like him too. Like he's charming. I want to not like him because I he's like annoyingly like golden boy attractive, which is normally not my thing. But he's also like genuinely funny. Yeah, he is. Like, he's not like Channing Tatum, who's just like annoying to look at. He's, I don't know, I feel like he's like kind of charming too. Yeah, I like him. 
And then we have the second part of It, which I'm super excited for because that first movie was amazing. I still need to see the first one. Oh, it's so good. I know. And Pet Cemetery. Speaking of Stephen King. I need to write down like a list of like movies to watch. I think on the top of it should be um, The Shining. Oh, yeah? Like you're actually watching The Shining? We we got some nice uh n- nice space or uh Twitter posts today uh with the twin girls and then um it said uh, the caption said I see dead people. That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank Crystal. you for that, Chris. Oh. Ah well. Anyways, we don't really. Oh yeah, we do a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 21 minutes into our uh, Britney's Therapy Session and What Movies You're Coming in 2019 podcast. Um, we don't have much Star Wars news this week. I think we just have a couple of things, you know, going from, you know, um, Kevin Smith going to Episode 9 set to uh, the new episode of Star Wars Resistance. That spoiler, I, I unfortunately did not watch. But um, Kevin Smith, uh, I guess he went to Episode 9 set and it cried. So that's fun. Would you cry? You know what? Um, probably, yeah. I mean... I wept on set because I saw somebody give a career best performance. Somebody I've seen in these movies before. I rolled a tear. It was so damn... So darn powerful. Somebody I've seen in these movies before. So... I mean, I feel like that's got to be Mark, right? Yeah, I mean... Because you don't I, say I would... career best performance for somebody who's like 25. Yeah, I mean, maybe like Ray having like a, you know, a Luke Skywalker moment, you know, when Obi-Wan's telling him like, Luke, use the Force, Luke, like maybe something like that. I'm trying to think of like an emotional moment in the original trilogy that, you know, if they saw it in the in the new movie um, that would yeah, get them really I, emotional. I just feel like career best means it's got to be one of the classic people, which mm-hmm. means Mark or um, Billy D. And I, I mean, I got, I'm just assuming Mark, but. <laughs> what if just Billy D. Williams just like, you know, he just ends up just crushing or doing so well in the role and just surprising us all with his like amazing acting skills. Well, and- no, he's going to be fucking awesome no matter what. It just, I, it's easier to imagine an emotional Luke moment than a really emotional Lando moment. But of course, if it were like Lando reacting to like talking about Han or if if they kill off Leia, you know, like off screen, like him responding to that or something. Okay, I didn't, you know, not that I didn't think about them killing, like, Leia off screen in this movie, but the shit, that's a possibility. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, unfortunately, Carrie's not with us anymore, but I wonder, because, um, I wonder how they're going to do that. I wonder how, you know, because you know how when Luke died, he you know, evaporate, he, you know, disappeared. Do you think that would happen to Leia too? Because like, not that I know Leia's not a Jedi, but she has no. the force in her. Yeah. But 
I mean, I don't know. It's because we don't... We don't really know what happened with Luke there. I mean, it's not necessarily the traditional Force thing, but we also know that through Yoda and everybody that being able to be a Force ghost is is something you have to like train for and work for. Mm -hmm. It's not just the normal thing. And so it'd be it'd be strange if Leia did, because that wasn't the life that she led. You know, maybe no, because I'm I'm thinking too hard about this because maybe those Jedi books taught that. You know, the ones that Ray took, and maybe I don't know. Maybe she read that because I'm trying to think like how Luke would have found out how to um, become a Force ghost, like you know Yoda, and then I feel like. You know, Anakin Skywalker became a Force ghost because I feel like that was like maybe part of the prophecy of the Chosen One. But who knows about Luke and Leia? But I'm I mean, Luke could have even this. been, you know, the pure force, of, for lack of a better word, the force of the power that he was using in order to to do that. You know, to appear halfway across the galaxy and and project himself like that maybe you know maybe if he had died a different way that wouldn't have happened like he wouldn't have disappeared and become one with the force you know you know presumably become one with the force anyway but maybe he died doing such a powerful force action that that sacrifice joined him to the force forever. Yeah, and who knows, but it's so interesting that there are still so many force powers that we don't know. Like the Luke projecting himself, no one had ever thought about that or guessed that or, you know, and think about in this movie, we might see a whole completely new force power too i feel like every single movie we see something new like we see you know kylo like freezing people and then we see you know the force projecting just think about what we're gonna get in episode nine it's pretty exciting it is i want a teaser or a trailer but i can wait till april yeah are you gonna go to that panel i mean i'm gonna go to panel if i can go to that panel I'll save a spot for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's very generous of you. I'll I'll get a chair and I'll decorate it and I'll do Emily's chair and then I'll draw Mendo <laughs> with my terrible drawing skills. Speaking of okay. Mendo, Ooh. he's going to be in a new HBO series based on a Stephen King book. Ooh, the I know Outsider. I about that one morning. It's got it's got greenlit. I mean, so every once in a while, one of those series that greenlit. Um. Then they watch it and they go, "This is terrible," and we're not going to air it. But they gave it, a, I believe, a full season order. So I'm really excited. It was a it was a decent book. The end sucked, but the end of like ninety percent of Stephen King books suck. <laughs> and it's That's Mendo funny. on like a weekly basis for like ten weeks. How could I not be excited about that? This is like a weekly. Mendo, weekly Mendo. No, but there needs to be another word for a, a W word for a week. <laughs> what? 
Wait, a W word for I don't or M. Nope. I do you need do you need guys, like an M word for a week? Yeah. <laughs> like monthly Mendo guys, movies. Guys, I just graduated college. Do not do not roast me. <laughs> do not do not roast me. I just graduated college. Somehow. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck I did it. Please. I, I don't know. But uh once I I'm once I actually grasp my diploma then I can say that I'm a college graduate because I'm not letting myself say it yet. Like everyone's, my mom like made like a nice little like Facebook post. She just, you know, moms, you know, they do like the, oh, congratulations to my daughter. And then she just like posts a picture and everyone's like, congrats. And I'm just like, I haven't yet. I haven't gotten my grades. Not yet. (laughs) It hasn't happened. But uh, anyways, uh, we got more episodes of Galaxy Adventures and I... I actually watched all the episodes and I fucking love it. It's really cute, right? Yeah. Which one's your favorite so far? I really liked Leia versus Vader. Ooh, that was a good one. I love that scene so much anyway. And I just adore the animation style of Leia in this series. I adore all of the animation and I like the you know, the little character intros that a Prince Zuko does. Like, I think it's it's cool hearing him again. And, you know, some of these are really, you know, thought out. Like, the one with Luke versus Emperor Palpatine. We get, like, the backstory kind of a Palpatine and everything. And that's really cool. And I really liked the Chewie versus the hollow chest one where it's, just, it's a cute. montage. It's a montage of Chewie just choking people. <laughs> you get the like stormtrooper. them. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And then don't you get like Greedo too? You get Greedo, then you get <laughs> Lando. <laughs> I really like them. Yeah. It makes me want to go back and watch the movies, which, you know, well done. I think that was their goal anyways, was to, you know, help kids want to watch the movies. And I, I think I, I forget which one I was watching, but I'm like, no, it was a Luke versus the Death Star one. Like, I was like, I want to watch A New Hope now. Yeah, I I think it, it does what it intended to do really well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for more. I, I'd love to see some uh, prequel era stuff and hopefully some sequel era stuff. But I don't know how, what they're going to do with this, but I, I like it. I'm I'm really excited for this. This quick little, you know, takes like a minute or two to watch it. Did you watch Resistance? Yes, I watched two. So I watched last last week's one which was the Toradoza centric one and then the one that just came out this Sunday which was like Station Theta Black or something like that it's one where Poe and Kaz go to scope out this first order base and it's got Captain Phasma and it's got uh, BB-8's girlfriend. And they get to be cute again some more. It's pretty good. Hmm. Oh, and it has Leia. Not voiced by oh. the woman who made rape jokes. 
Oh my God, they fucking did it. They got rid of her. Yep. Who's her now? I do not know the lady's name, but she does a good job because at one point, um, so what happened in the episode before, the one that was about Torah is, um, you know, there's been this storyline with the pirates attacking and the First Order offering to help. So the First Order comes by with sort of this agreement offer. Um, whatever their protectionist extortionist contract would be. And Kaz steals it. And then, so this last episode is him taking that to Poe and Leia. And so we get, we get Mm. general Leia. Nice. Yeah. I still feel like Kaz is the weak link on this show, unfortunately. But other than that, I, I, I enjoy a lot of it. Yeah, I, f- I feel bad that that's kind of the reason why that I'm not as motivated to stay up to date with Star Wars Resistance is because of Kaz. But, you know, I love all the other characters and I feel like I feel like that's good. But I wish I really wish I liked the main character or I really wish that this show would transition from focusing their attention to Kaz to like other characters, you know, like I'd like a you know, a certain character-centered episode because I feel like, uh, you know, resistant not resistance, uh, Rebels and, you know, the Clone Wars would do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd get, like, Ahsoka or we'd get, like, you know, one of the clones or we'd get, you know, the droids. But... Huh. But I'll I'll try to... I'll try to keep up. Well, I have, I have no excuses now. I have literally no excuses. So, Emily, you are... You can call me out on my bullshit for being like, oh, no, I didn't watch Resistance this week. And I made you watch six seasons of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. But okay, okay. But before you get into the Clone Wars, I, I want to issue an apology because I I did not tell you that, you know, this two hour series wasn't really like, you know, like you didn't really get to know characters. You didn't really it was just all, you know, fights and battles and everything. So that's my fault. So I will take the blame on that before you review the series. But for the last time in a while, Emily. Uh-huh. Did you watch The Clone Wars? I watched half of it because fuck this. I'm never watching it again. It's awful. Fuck you. Fuck everybody who told me this was good. So, like, fuck Steel Saunders. Fuck, like, other people on the internet who told me this was good. I hate all of you, and I'm never trusting your recommendations on anything ever again. It's bullshit, and I hated it. Alright, go through the process of you watching this. You told me I was gonna like this. I did. I I did not like it. I thought you would like why there's did, nothing there's nothing to like it made me feel bored and annoyed oh so okay, like, why are you like, annoyed okay so basically it's been compiled into two volumes or whatever and they're about an hour and some 10 minutes each so i, w- I watched the first one and there's just a bunch of fight scenes and i thought okay well then something's gonna happen and then it transfers to a different story. And that's also just a bunch of fight scenes. And then it transfers to another story. And oh, look, it's more fight scenes. And half of those fight scenes are really repetitive and just like, oh, it's droids 
firing at clones and then clones firing at droids for five minutes at a time. And even when we get something that should be cool, like Ventress versus Dooku or something, they're doing stuff I hate where they're flying all around with the force. I don't like flying. No, no, no. I did not like there's no characterization. There's no story. It's boring as sin and I hated it. The clones have no personality whatsoever. Nobody has any personality. Except Anakin is a little bit whiny occasionally. But then it's just more fighting. I take full blame. I, I take full, complete blame. It was selfish of me to assume. No, I'm serious. Like, I, I really, I I feel kind of, not stupid, but it's like now, like, you know, knowing that, you know, you like background character death and all that different stuff and knowing that this show doesn't, you know, this show's more of like an action thing. Like, I should have known that. And maybe... Maybe you're not. It was probably more me wanting for you to like this because it's a not a cult favorite, but you know, I, a lot of our friends really like yeah, it. Yeah, and like, I, that's why I'm never listening to anybody ever again. And I'm now, now I'm definitely not watching Avatar. Screw all y'all. <sighs> okay, I I'm probably digging my own grave here, but you gotta give Avatar. No, a chance, I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting else- you. I'm not trusting anybody else. I'm going back to only listening to like two people when they tell me they like things. I'm going to listen to my brother okay? because my brother has really good taste and likes the same things I like. And I'm going to listen to my friend Fleety, who occasionally gives me really good recommendations because we like the same shows and the same music. Everybody else can go suck it. Okay, ask them if they've seen Avatar Their Last Airbender, please. I guarantee you they have not. Okay, but you cannot 100% guarantee me, so I want you to ask both of them. I will reach out to both of them and be like, okay, here's $20. I'll also pay you. Please just tell Emily you watched Avatar. <laughs> I, yeah, anyway, uh, but- I'm not going to watch the second half of this Clone Wars shit. I'm done. Yeah, but you are you are going to have to watch the Clone Wars when it's back on That's um, fine. Disney+. Plus. You know what? That's fine. That Clone Wars way better than this Clone Wars. And I didn't like that Clone Wars either. But at least that Clone Wars was about people. Doing, like, people things. So what was your least favorite part of the show? All of it. There's one All long... Ex- was there, like, there's one... one huge, long, extended, like, clone versus droids battle that just goes on and on and on and on. And, oh, my God, yeah, it's just fun. the same shit over and over again. And there's Yoda fight scenes. I don't like Yoda fight scenes. <sighs> oh, like the one with him in the snow? You see that one yet? Yeah, no, I, that, I think that's yes. volume two. That was no, that was in this one. Like, there's one okay moment there where Padme uses three PO as bait. That was kind of cute, <laughs> but again, because that, that meant like, cute. oh, something's happening where a character is doing something that isn't just hitting something else. Did you get to the uh, the scene where Mace Windu and the battle droids? Oh my god! Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't like that either. And then he's punching the he's punching the battle droids. I thought that was cool. <sighs> I I know you probably hated it. By that point, I was so fucking annoyed because that's near the end. I'm just like I I am so irritated right now. And I didn't like how Mace was um, animated. 
I like the look of the clones. Like, I like the more angular look that the clones have in this. But I didn't like most of the voices. I didn't like Ventress at all. Yeah, she died. I didn't like I the voice think. that she had. Well, now you'll never know why Anakin was covered in those face tattoos. Don't care. Don't care. Okay. okay. Maybe you'll go back to it one day, you know. I, I'm yeah, not gonna... maybe I'll also stab myself in the leg with a letter opener. Okay, maybe that'll happen too. But you did it. I mean, bragging rights that you watched The Clone Wars. Half of it. <laughs> I mean, half There's of it. But I mean, not enough drugs in the world. I mean, you watched like the whole, you know, Clone Wars, like Cartoon Network series. And I mean, a lot of people can't say that or the, you know what I mean? The actual, you know, six seasons. <sighs> so, I mean, I give you props for that. I mean, I don't blame you for not wanting to finish, you know, the Clone Wars. You know, if you don't like it, then, you know, then you don't like it. It's all good. <sighs> but I, I apologize. That was my fault. I should have known, but I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen me while I was watching it. I was just like, I can't fucking believe that she thought I was going to like this. <laughs> Maybe that's why I, I slept in on Sunday. No, but that's why I felt even worse because I was like, I made Emily watch the series that she totally hated, and then I didn't fucking wake up to record. <laughs> oh god I need to stop being I mean, the worst I mean it's probably not like my most hated bit of Star Wars material but it's pr might be the most bored I've ever been watching Star Wars okay well I mean that's bad but that's not like the you know you could be just angry watching Star Wars or you know like how did you feel while watching Solo? Were you angry while watching Solo? I wasn't angry watching Solo. I just didn't particularly like it. And hmm. I found it instantly forgettable. But there were a couple scenes that I really liked. And Lando was amazing in it. And it's got Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. And I love Chewbacca. I've never met a person that said they don't like Chewbacca. Well, yeah, because if you ever do meet somebody who says that, you are legally required to punch them in the face. Ooh. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I, I, I would want to punch them in the face, but I don't know. I legally required. Knuckles. Legally required? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got to stand up for Chewbacca. Chewbacca would hurt I... his knuckle to defend you. That is true. All right. I'll have to get like a... You know, but I do have my tennis racket in the back of my car, and I haven't used it in a while, so I got to keep that with I mean, I should keep that with me at Celebration, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the Star Wars, uh, whatever, Celebration will be like, is that part of your costume? I'll be like, yeah, that's part of my costume. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a tennis playing Jedi. Yeah. This is my Chewbacca defense system. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want to hug Chewbacca. Hugging him at Disneyland is nice. 
I really want to hug Chewbacca. You can at Galaxy's Edge if you ever go. No, but I want to hug the real Chewbacca. Yeah, me too. I don't want to hug some guy in a Chewbacca suit. I want to hug Chewbacca. What if it's... Okay, so like, what if you think it's a dude in a suit, but it's actually Jonas, uh, whatever his name is. That's like actually hugging Chewbacca. He, Jonas would be hugging Chewbacca. But okay, guy in a Disney World costume is not hugging Chewbacca. All right, so we need to schedule an appointment with Jonas so he can hug Emily so Emily can say that she's hugged Chewbacca. But, but really, right. I just want to hug Chewbacca because Chewbacca, I don't know if you know this, Chewbacca is real. And I want to hug Chewbacca. He's real? Yes, like Big Bird, Chewbacca is real. <laughs> and I want to hug Big Bird and I want to hug Grover. Where is Big Bird? Where does Big Bird go at night? He goes to his nest on Sesame Street. What the shit are you talking about? <laughs> what does his nest look like? His it's a big looks- nest. It's on it's on Sesame Street all the time. It's a big nest because he is a big bird. And then like Snuffleupagus hangs out with him. And he's got a cute little nightcap. Okay, and he snores. Here, and he tucks his head into his wing. Okay, I looked at big bird nest, and I'm actually getting, like, fucking birds. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty big nest. Yeah, he's a big bird. I have to, like, zoom in, like, to, like, 150% because I don't have my glasses on. But, okay. I don't see his hat, though. I'd like to see the hat. Oh, he doesn't always wear his hat, but he wears it. Like, there'll be what time when he's sleeping, and he snores, and he's got his head tucked under his wing. And he's got a teddy bear. What's the teddy bear's name? Oh, that is a good question. (laughs) That's going to annoy me. Bird, teddy bear, name. Little bird. Oh, Radar. Because he's named after Radar on MASH. Why? Because <laughs> funny. because Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird, decided to name him that. Oh, that's Because cool. they were friends, apparently. That's really nice. And also because yeah. in MASH, in, in MASH, like, one of Radar's, like, things is that he brought a teddy bear with him to the war. Oh. Yeah, I was never a, a big Sesame Street kid. I was more like a Barney. Oh! And then I think the Wiggles were big when I was little too. And then obviously like Disney movies. But I don't think I was a Sesame Street kid for a long time. Did you watch Mr. Rogers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did. They're doing like a Mr. Rogers movie with like Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm unsure. Tom Hanks is like in everything though. I feel like every year him or Meryl Streep is nominated for like an Academy Award. Yeah, because all they have to do to even be nominated at this point is just be in a movie. It doesn't matter how good they are. It doesn't matter how good the movie is. If they're in a movie, they're going to get nominated. Well, she's in Mary Poppins. I hear that. That's been getting really good reviews. 
Are you going to see Mary Poppins? Probably. No, really no I actually, I because I love Mary Poppins. And I quite mm. like Emily Blunt. And I really want to see the Dick Van Dyke cameo. Ooh, I know. Me too. And it's it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty decent trailer. I don't know that I'll get around to see it in theaters, except maybe, like, if I'm not doing anything when I'm off for a couple of days at Christmas. But it's it's one I'll definitely watch eventually. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's good. I mean, I heard I, the reviews are fantastic. Well, her husband, John Prinsinski, said that he, like, sobbed during watching it. So... Either he just loves his wife that much or it's that good of a movie. But. Well, um, that's just, I mean, I'm really, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was skeptical, but the, the trailer sort of got me. Yeah. When I was at that expo, they showed, um, they showed like a little tr- teaser and then they showed a couple scenes and they had like a, a live orchestra, like playing like the music from the movie. And it was really cool. That's what got me. But I mean, I'm a Disney, a Disney person, and I'm actually going to Disney World in a month, so I'm really excited about that now because. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that means in January you'll have to find someone to be on the podcast. Someone fun, or I'll just go solo. Oh, that'd be fun to uh, to listen to. I mean, I'd have to get a lot of questions from listeners, but I will consider it. Be prepared for a whole lot of Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, Emily talking about the history of Ben Mendelsohn. I swear, like, one of these these days, you need to find out that there's a podcast about people reviewing his work. No, so she's got more important things to do than hear that people are talking about him on a podcast. Well, I mean, he was on he he's been on a Star Wars podcast before. He's been on the Great Steel Wars, which Steel is doing a live show soon, and you all better go because I can't because my work doesn't let me do fun things anymore. Okay, but all right, but it's already going to be over because it's this Fucking- weekend. I mean, well, no, it'll be tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Oh when this oh, launches yeah. cuz this go out okay. on Friday and it's yeah, on so Saturday. I don't care what you're doing. I don't know I don't care where you are. Go tomorrow. Go to the location where uh Steel Wars is. Um I I just got a I just got an email. Wow, that's a really good. That's a really good. I huh? got an email right now from Steel Saunders uh because I am subscribed to his um Patreon and website and uh it is oh, fucking you put my glasses for this. All right. Oh, this is some exciting fucking podcasting. Right. I can't put on my glasses because my headphones are too tight. All right. Uh, live podcast at Geeky Tees Burbank, Saturday 15th of December at 4 p.m. You will hear the voices and see the faces of <laughs> Ken. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? I am not the one looking at the okay. email. You get to see Ken. You get to see Laura. Laura's fucking awesome. I love her. You get to see the Jason Ward. You get to see Emma Fifey. You get to see Rashad, our friend Rashad from World Communication. And lastly, you get to see no other than comedian Steel Saunders, who does love Star Wars. And um, just 
subscribe to steal on all platforms of social media go to the show it is fun it's where i met my boyfriend so i mean maybe you'll all meet your boyfriends there too so i highly recommend you going i'm sorry steal <laughs> steal you should you should definitely hire Brittany to do all of your promotion from now on it's top notch oh man I think I'm going to see him this weekend, too, because I think I'm going to an like an ugly sweater party, and I think I might see him in an ugly sweater. So you better fucking bring Jerry. I want to see Jerry in an ugly sweater. <laughs> uh, have you been to an ugly sweater party before? No. I have to get one. I have to get an ugly sweater. I have a couple, but I want to, like, buy one. I need to buy one for Carlos too, so I'm thinking of like getting like a really ugly one in like the women's section. <laughs> no I'm kidding, that'd be evil. I'm not that evil, but we have email. Okay, um, we have an email from Rabia. Yay! And it is episode nine predictions. Hello, Canto Biters. I hope you guys are doing well. I was wondering if you guys were going to do a predictions episode of episode nine before we hear any more details. After seeing episode seven, oh, sorry. Yeah, seven. My friends and I made a bet about what's going to happen in the next two films. And sadly, we're both wrong about some things. But I think speculation or discussion is half the fun of Star Wars. So I'd be curious to ask what you guys think will happen in episode nine. I'm personally hoping for Rey to build her own lightsaber and for Lando to survive and maybe for them to kill off a main hero because I was sick of the whole kill the older mentor figure and leave all our young heroes alive trope. But what do you guys think? Keep on podcasting, Rabia. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe like in a couple weeks, like at the end of the year or maybe our first episode in January or something, we'll do a predictions episode. Maybe when they release the title. Or before that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, if they release the title, like, soon. But... I think they're going to do the same thing they did for The Last Jedi, because they released it, like, early January, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. If they fucking kill Lando, I'm going to lose my shit. I'd be really surprised. I mean, like, for God's sake, like, I thought when Finn was uh, trying to sacrifice himself in episode uh, eight, like, I really thought that he was, they were going to kill him off. I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, and on the one hand, I agree. I, I agree that they probably should, but I don't want any of our new trio to die. Because I really like all of them. I mean... No, no, I was going to say no offense, but I think out of all the people for them to kill off, I think it would be Poe because Poe was initially supposed to die in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, it would make more sense for it to be Poe, but I don't want Poe to die because I really like Poe. And I'd be very sad. They can't kill Ray. No, they can't kill Ray. No, they can't kill Ray. And it'd be weird to kill Finn now after he almost sacrificed himself last movie. Like, that's just a weird storytelling thing to do. Like, they can do a, you know, Finn tries to sacrifice himself again, but, you know, people get tired of that bullshit. 
<sighs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll try to do one because we did that uh, Luke Skywalker themed episode uh, right after The Last Jedi. So, I mean, but we've been doing pretty good on like, you know, keeping because there hasn't really been like a lot of news. So, I mean, we've been good at, you know, tangenting off for like 30 minutes in a 45 minute Star Wars podcast episode. And, you know, but yeah, because if you want 15 minutes of us talking about soda, then this is the fucking podcast to listen to. <laughs> I love our listeners. <laughs> All right. Um, and oh boy. We have a voicemail from King Tom, newly member of the Sith list. And also king of all toms. All right. Voicemail. It's voicemail time. This is a new voicemail theme song. I'm keeping this Voicemail. In. I right. hope so. It's our new official voicemail theme song. <laughs> I'm glad after 70 episodes, we finally have a voicemail theme song. That's one of the things I've always <laughs> wanted in a Star Wars podcast is a voicemail theme song. So now everyone needs to send voicemails. So after, no, before every voicemail, Emily can sing her voicemail theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's a deal. All right. Deal. All right. Let's do it. All right. We have a voicemail from King Tom. Please play. That was, <laughs> that was a good intro. <laughs> All right. Voicemail. King Tom. Take two. Hi there, ladies of Canobite. It's King Tom. Emily, congratulations on finishing The Clone Wars. I enjoyed the conversation that you two had afterwards, especially the part about how the Jedi Council was trying to realize what was going on and Yoda kind of had a clue that maybe they fucked up which they did um you know and it's it's kind of something that george wrote himself into where looking at the original trilogy which came first we had the idea of the jedi as this great group of beings who had the the good of the galaxy in mind and they fought for truth and justice and and all that good stuff and then and then in the prequel trilogy the notes that george had to hit when telling the story the jedi couldn't be perfect and they were blind to what was going on around them and they really kind of screwed themselves but that's the way it had to be because we had to see why they fell and they fell from the inside which like you guys said they, they realized they kind of realized but too late so I, I'm, I'm thinking about how this could you know, be related to what we're going to see in Star Wars in the future. Um, you know, everyone's thinking, okay, Rey is going to restart the Jedi, which would be cool. I think it would be cool to have her as, and we, just because she is such a good character and what they have done with her. I, I, I really enjoy what the person she is becoming. And, and I think it would be interesting to see a person like that who is just such a natural with the Force, um, who is a good person, kind of be in charge of the Jedi. And can they tell stories you know, after nine? It could be, you know, 20 years later, could be 200 years later. But could they tell stories, good stories? Uh, you know, having her as the leader, obviously if it's 200 years from now, she won't be around. But still have there be that dramatic tension 
that's what I'm thinking. I'm kind of hoping that they could have, have that because I think that's where Star Wars should go in the in the, in the future, and uh, it all kind of goes back to that stuff we saw at the end of the Clone Wars. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for the awesome podcast, and I will talk to you two later. Death Watch. Death Watch. Death Watch. I love his Death Watch uh, themed posts when he retweets our podcast every Friday. <laughs> yes, there, I always look forward to seeing how he will shoe in Death Watch. <laughs> it brings me great joy. Hmm. So what do you think about st- stories exploring Rey as the leader of the Jedi in the future? Is that something you want to see? Yeah, but it makes me kind of sad because, I mean, like, the Jedi, you know, they fucked up big. And I don't want to see Rey fuck up, you know, because, I mean, I feel like, you know, the Jedi Order made so many mistakes. And, you know, now especially, you know, like, you know, rebuilding. I mean, there's a lot of mistakes into going, like, you know, you make a lot of – I'm trying to think of, like, how to word this. But, I mean, no one's perfect. And, I mean, you're going to mess up, you know. So I just makes me sad that we're going to see, you know, Ray like make some mistakes, but I want her to learn from the mistakes, which I hope she does. But I don't know. What do you think? It's something I definitely want them to explore. And I think Ray's background sort of gives her a good fighting chance in that she didn't, you know, she wasn't kidnapped by the Jedi Council as a youngling and then, you know, become a Padawan and get sort of indoctrinated with this idea of who the Jedi were, even though at the same time she has this idealized vision of them, which which could in itself be dangerous. But I think it also means that she has a lot more freedom to find what the new order is, whether it is actually the Jedi or something else, I'm going to continue to call them Jedi for lack of a different term. Um, I I would hope that she wouldn't bring along the the arrogance of the Jedi Council because I feel that more than anything caused their downfall. But at the same time. Any group that is setting itself up as the protectors of the galaxy, especially if you're protectors of the galaxy that have magical superpowers, there's so many different ways that can go wrong. And and maybe not right away, and maybe not in Ray's lifetime, but over and over again we see in Star Wars that, that power corrupts. And it's it's not just the the bad guys that that happens to as as we do see in the Clone Wars that there is so many problems inherent with what the Jedi were doing and the way they saw themselves and and we get that from Luke you know in this last movie being like look I know the stories you heard but they did a lot of fucked up things <laughs> and they caused all of this mess that we have now. So it it have to be something radically different, but I think there is there is a lot of potential there, even with just her figuring out what it is that that the Jedi should be, like what their their purpose in the galaxy is. 
Yeah. And the interesting too with that is that, you know, Ray could, you know, kind of start like a Jedi Order and, you know, bring on some people. And maybe like some of those people she brings on would be the ones to like fuck up or something. So, I mean, like it would wouldn't be exactly her fault, but I mean, it would be like the people. So like she would feel like she was to blame for, you know, like with Luke, you know, because Ben turned the dark side and not that I feel like Luke could have like saved that. I mean, like he had that vision about Ben and, and, you know, he tried to kill him and to think of what could have happened if, you know, they just like talked it out or if he didn't try to kill him, like what would have happened? Yeah. That's interesting though. I mean, I would love to see a story of that in, you know, the future movies, you know, outside of, because, I mean, we have to get Daisy Ridley in these other Star Wars movies, don't you think? I I definitely hope so. I don't I don't want to leave this era behind completely. I, I know that they're like, oh, this is the end of the Skywalker saga, which mm, maybe technically, but bullshit. Like you can't you can't abandon it completely. And while I do want to see entirely different eras. Like it seems like we're going to get with the uh, men and often wise, and also with um, our buddy Ryan Johnson's trilogy. I, I never want to leave this behind completely, especially not now that we have Ray, because I love her so deeply. Yeah, I do too. But then again, it's not the Skywalker saga if they kill off uh, Ben. Well, yeah, but in my mind. When I think about the Skywalker saga, I really just mean this particular era in the galaxy far, far away. Whether there's a Skywalker in it or not, to me, that is the Skywalker saga. And especially if Rey's in it, because uh, however uh, she might have been disappointed in what Luke was, he's still very important to her growth and I believe will continue to be in the next movie. Yeah. I don't know though. That's a that's a really good thought. King Tom think King Tom should be part of the uh script writing for the future Star Wars movies. There you go. King of all Star Wars. That'd be really cool. <sighs> but thank you for the voicemail. They made us think a lot. All right, to not <laughs> okay, guys. I I kind of we were kind of talking about this last episode, but um, I've been making a mistake the past couple months on the Candlebite Dispatch, um, and I I'm all right. I'm just gonna read the email, or should you read it? I'll read it. Okay. If you want. Okay, yeah. This is from Candabitch number one, Dom. And it is titled, A Reminder to the Canto Bitches. Silic Bitches. Not Linda and Brit, obviously. I'm talking to the Canto Bitches. That song I wrote that you hear every other episode? Okay, wait a second. That's admittedly slightly directed at our fave Ginger. Seriously, Brittany, do you not have the song? Lindo, center the song. Play the song at the end of the episode when you edit. Like, you could do a checklist. Number one, today I'm Brittany. Two, tack the song on the end. (laughs) Okay, 
I'm just playing. Back to the bitches. The song lays down the groundwork for being a Canto bitch. I know you all listen to the whole thing each time, right? Just me? Oh, okay then. Send your top threes, folks. Send your fuck, Mary kills. It's alliterating the song. Here's an example. Fuck, Mary kill. Diego Luna, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac. See? It's not difficult. I mean, those three are likely to be a difficult choice for our hostesses. They're all fuckable. They're probably <laughs> dudes you want to marry. And you don't really want to kill any of them. Bonus points for not nominating the low-hanging fruit that is Mendo. Come on, bitches. Mendo's not any much of a level of difficulty to this. Okay, so... I, being candid bitch number one, know the rules. I'm very comfortable with who I am and not at all threatened by playing the game. So, I think I gotta go Pedro for the fuck, Oscar for Mary, and Diego for the kill. Why? Look, I only know Pedro from Game of Thrones, but that dude is straight up handsome. Smoldering, even. Oscar seems like a cool dude, so I'm thinking companionship. And the process of elimination mean Diego's dead. So, in closing, play the games, send the emails, love, candid bitch number one. Yeah, so I guess um, I never played the episode or the um, the the song at the end of the episodes. It's been uh, I think three months since uh, Dom sent us that musical number. Our awesome and, song that yeah, I've been playing at the end of every episode that I edit because Brittany and I rotate every other yeah, week. We, we were, I don't. I don't think uh, other podcasts do that, which is like really interesting. But yeah, we every other episode because, you know, sometimes I the ones that, you know, you hear the today I'm Brittany and that's the one I'm editing. And, you know, when Emily's like, welcome back to episode whatever of the Kento Byte Dispatch. I'm Emily Lynn and my delightful co-host. Yeah. You know, yeah. And Emily does, that, you know, but. um, Yeah. So I have the audio now, I think. I'll check the Dropbox. I put, I, I put it in Dropbox. It's okay, definitely good. there. Okay. It's an amazing so. song. You've heard the song. You love the song. No, Dom I do. A really I do. Good song. I do. And um, because, okay. So on our SoundCloud, it's both of the songs are up there, I think. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I thought that's what you did. I didn't know that. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I, I have no excuses. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I know I was telling Emily that like when I um when I didn't wake up I'm like I have no excuses for you I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah I'm sorry dumb I fucked up but uh oh are we answering this fuck Mary kill of course we're answering this fuck Mary kill I mean it's okay. a really I honestly think I mean I, I disagree with Dom's email here and that it is not a difficult choice at all Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm torn between fucking Diego and Pedro. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I I know. Like, I I don't know. Like, Oscar Isaac just doesn't tickle my pickle. So I think, I think I want to kill him. Um, kill Oscar. Um, I'm going to fuck Pedro and marry Diego. I think Diego's charming. I like him. All right, what about you? I'm marrying Oscar Isaac. Okay. Handsome as shit. Really funny and charming. Loves his buddy BB-8. And also can play guitar. I know, that's pretty hot. And can sing. Um, fucking Pedro Pascal, because I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that. I mean, Game of Thrones, Narcos, he's really, 
really handsome. And so, yeah, Diego's going to die, mostly just through process elimination. No, oh, okay, that's good. Thank you, Dom. Uh, I, I love that we have a podcast where like, we refer to our uh, emailers or our listeners as Canto Bitches. Well, yeah, and that's because of Dom. Uh, I love it. But yeah, thank you, Dom, for the voicemail. And, you know, I met Dom at um, Steele's uh, show, one of the first shows that he did in L.A. So, I mean, you're... I think everyone, if you're in the LA area or the California area, like you should go to one of these. Cause I mean, you're probably going to meet like lifelong friends here. I mean, like, you know, Dom's awesome. You know, if it weren't for Steel. Not awesome for you to play the song every week, but. Okay, Emily, (laughs) Emily, I was just about to say, and you know, I met Emily and that's been a fantastic journey. And (laughs) you know, sometimes. Yeah, like I was, I was gonna be like, you know, like I met Emily through Steel, and it's just been a fun time, you know, podcasting with her. And I've met so many like wonderful people. Like, oh, I was gonna get into this, like, you know, like, but, but no, I fucked up. I fucked up and didn't put Dom's voice or did Dom's video or song at the end of the. No, I'm kidding. But I, I'm still, I'm actually very sorry. I still need to message Dom and be like, I'm sorry, man, I fucked up. But, but yeah. <sighs> yeah thank you Dom for the voice or email I can't okay Emily where can we find you on social media you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind that's at E-F-L-I-N-D you can also find me on the Star Trek podcast I do He's Dead Jim where every week me and my friend Mick watch an episode of Star Trek the original series and talk about it lately with a guest we've had some really awesome people um, including a couple episodes ago Demi Laudner who is an absolutely hilarious um, Australian comedian who's been on some Steel's live shows so if you like her on there check her out He's Dead Jim pod on Twitter and Facebook and all those places or look up He's Dead Jim on your podcatcher of choice and where are you Brittany you can find me on twitter as canto brit and instagram as Brittany the ginger and now i want to watch star trek if you start watching it you can come be on our podcast (laughs) where do i start well you can start at the beginning i mean you know it's not really a show that you have to watch every episode of Mm. But if you ever want to be on, we'll give you an episode to watch, and you can watch it, and then come on. I'll let you know. Okay. Sick. Yeah, we've had we've had a couple guests who have like n- never seen an episode of it before, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I feel like my reaction to Star Trek would be, uh, I mean, like, cause you know, Star Wars, but I mean, I think that'd be fun, you know. But you know, your recommendations are really great because you know, I was I've been seeing lots of, a lot of Labyrinth stuff, and it makes me want to go back and watch Labyrinth. So. Congrats. I've got a labyrinth ball calendar. I really like it. It's got lots of pictures of David Bowie and his tight, tight pants. I was going to say, can you see that beautiful bulge in that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we should also tell you people where you can find our podcast. I mean, obviously, you found our podcast. You can find it on social media uh, at CantoBitePod. You can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. You should do what Dom did and castigate Brittany for not doing something correctly or send us a fuck Mary kill or a top three yeah or roast me because I got the shining and the sixth sense confused 
yeah or send us a voicemail if you want to hear my awesome voicemail theme song again please send more voicemails or else i'll just i'll be like oh emily we got a voicemail from like a new listener and then i'll just like send pre-send in a voicemail of myself being like hey emily it's Brittany. i have a question (laughs) (laughs) it's a really good song it is i'm very proud of it i am too i've never been so proud of you emily (laughs) (laughs) all right guys Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest. Be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Ginge and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one.